Hello and welcome to this episode of Sawyer Saloon. Here today with me I have Mr. Dylan Smith. Dylan, how are you doing today? Great, Jacob. How are you? I'm doing excellent, man. Now, Dylan, we're here today to talk about one thing and one thing only. That's right. The top selling games of all time on PlayStation 4, according to the back of their case. And that is Call of Duty. That's right. So let's go ahead and get it started. You know, this is one of the most popular franchises, so, I mean, it was only a matter of time before Sawyer Saloon got around to reviewing and taking a look at it. I'm just glad we have someone like you on here with us. Yes, sir. So uh, let's go ahead. What's your What's your favorite Call of Duty game? It's probably got to be Black Ops 1. All right. Undeniably. Why is that? If you look at it, Black Ops 1 is the only game set in the time period it is in the entire franchise. There's been five or six modern-themed games. There's been four or five futuristic games, two World War II games, but there's only been one game set in the Vietnam Cold War era, and that was Black Ops 1. This is true. So I think that sets it apart from every other game in the franchise. Right, definitely gives it a whole different view, and I always love the, the history about it, too. Yes. Because it's uh, the whole the espionage, and you get to meet Kennedy, and yeah. Yes, it was a very crazy time in history, and the campaign follows suit with that. It's it's historically accurate, so I mean, if you know your mm-hmm. history, it's it's a really good campaign to follow along with. That's something that some of the later entries have kind of kind of peeved me about, but I'll get into that later. Yeah, they don't really follow history; they kind of make things up as they go. Yeah. So what? Like what? What all did you like about Black Ops One? Like what made it the top dog? Was it the gameplay, the story mode, multiplayer? What was it? Honestly, it was a culmination of everything. Because I mean, if you look at what Black Ops One introduced, mm-hmm. I mean, we can start with zombies. Because I mean, in World at War, they were kind of only experimenting with zombies. They didn't really know if it was going to take off. It was kind of just a fun mode you could play around for a few hours, kill some time, and have a a good challenge, but it was really bare bones. They didn't really have yeah. have much going for them then. And then in Black Ops One, it kind of took off. I feel like. Um, I mean, they added how many iconic Black Ops One zombies maps with Kino, Ascension, mm-hmm. Call of the Dead. I mean, I can go on and on. It's like all of them are. Yeah, literally every single map in that game is an instant classic. It's. It's just uncomparable to any other game. Absolutely. And one of the things that I really liked about Zombies, like how you said, like, it was pretty bare bones. So if you take a look at the first few maps, like, the first one was like, okay, it's Zombies. That was this yeah. thing. And then the second one, Verrupt, it was like, okay, like, it you're got split a, up and you gotta, you gotta get got the power. got a little on. better and they kind of, yeah, they kind of started to pick up some steam. And then yeah. with Shinonuma, it got a little bigger, a little better. Right, and then and they then added with, perks and traps. Yeah, with, with Die Rise, they added perks like you said perks they added the uh, pack-a-punch machine oh, yes. which Classic. was revolutionary that changed the game mm-hmm. and it was like you know we kind of got to know the characters a little yeah, bit yeah yeah with black ops one they added they added the four characters and uh, the storyline as yeah. as we know it that went over the span of like eight years was it yeah a long uh, time man. the storyline begins there i mean it's i it's yeah crazy. black ops one man like you like you play kino and like that was the launch mat. Yeah. You play it and you're like, whoa, this is zombies. Yeah. It, it was, was just insane. I remember when the game first came out when I was it came out in two thousand ten, so mm-hmm. I was probably ten or eleven years old. I was honestly terrified to play it. 
just because whenever I'd start it up and the music would come on, I was honestly scared to play it. The zombies or the actual game? Zombies. Okay, yeah. But, uh... As for multiplayer, they introduced wager matches. Mm-hmm. So, the COD point system they I had... remember those, yeah. Yeah, the COD point system back then wasn't broken how it is today, where you had to spend hundreds of dollars to get COD points to get content. You would play in-game, and you'd earn them, and then you would use that for everything. You could buy guns, attachments, camos, whatever you want, the wager matches. Mm-hmm. You could... Gamble, I mean, literally gamble them off with sticks and stones, gun game, one in the chamber, and sharpshooter. Yeah. I mean, some of the best game modes. Some of them have stuck around, some haven't. I wish they'd bring all of them back. Yeah, we, cause it was like you had to earn all of that. It wasn't like yeah, you said yeah. it wasn't pay I mean, to play. It was, it was a grind. Because, I mean, if, if you were a, a skilled player, you could bet all your COD points and I mean, you go double for nothing mm-hmm. and win big. But, you know, if you were kind of not, not the. Uh, Kind of below average, you would you would definitely lose, and you'd <laughs> pay the price for it when you saw your cod points disappear. Yeah, and dude, okay, so let's talk a little bit about about campaign Black mm-hmm. Ops One. All right, so some of the cool things about the campaign that I really enjoyed, I felt so Black Ops was the first Call of Duty game that I ever played. Okay, and I don't know because I find a lot of people you're either Black Ops or you're Modern Warfare. Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes from Okay, like which one did you get hooked on first? Yeah, a lot of people got hooked on Modern Warfare Two first. Yeah, that was like the Definitely. game yeah. that everyone kind of used to to deal with. Yeah. And then Black Ops One was, I don't know, that was just like that was just how I grew up. Yeah. It was like Black Ops One was the first one. Yeah. We weren't allowed to play those games. Really? And yeah, and then a friend of mine brought it over, and we, we kind of kept it without yeah. my mom knowing. And then we <laughs> and then we. We loved it, man. We played. Yeah. We had a whole summer of Ascension, is what we called it. Okay. Me and my brother, the only map we played was Ascension. Really? Dude, every single day, it was hopping on for Ascension. I got so burnt out <laughs> on Ascension after that time. But, uh, but yeah, so campaign, dude. So you had, they brought back Victor Reznov, who was yeah. a character in, in World uh, at War. In World at War. Yes. Uh, another great one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they brought back Victor Reznov, voiced by Gary Oldman, mm-hmm. fantastic actor. Uh, and then. Like the whole espionage plot yes. was so like it wasn't just a war thing. With all the brainwashing and all of that, how exactly, they, they yeah. used Alex Mason to try to take out the president. That whole plot was just very fascinating. Yeah, and it was because, something you hadn't seen before. Yeah, yeah, and it's stuff that I feel like actually happened back then. That's what the Russians would do. And then the whole thing with the Cuban Missile Crisis mm-hmm. with Fidel Castro that was in the campaign. That yeah. was another crazy time in American history. Yeah, so it was cool how they, they use all of those things that everybody kind of yeah. knows. It was yeah. like, oh, you know, this is quote-unquote what happened behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Bay of Pigs, they were there at Bay of yeah. Pigs and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Nova 6 Gas was deadly. Yeah. Uh, they had the OG Gulag. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bring yep. it with, that's where they were in uh, Verkuta. Uh, and then just like, like how you say, like, at the, whenever the game starts, the zombie game starts, because mm-hmm. that sound is the same one that starts off the game when you load it up. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, that small little chime. Yeah, a little chime afterwards. Yeah, dude, it was, it was crazy, man. Uh, but definitely one of my, one of my favorite just like openings in the, uh, 
the music for it as well. Like yeah. I find a lot of the times like what really makes it is like that that music that's playing. Yeah, like, kind of like the background music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like World War Two. I think that, that definitely has some of the better music. Oh yeah, World War Two, Black Ops Two, like those. I think those had some of like the best like yeah. like music that was playing in the background that yeah. just kind of hyped you up. Cause, yeah, like, World it War definitely II, got you. Definitely got you going. If like you could punch a hole through the wall. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it got you hyped up for sure. It was great, man. Uh, <clears throat> Love the Commando. I think I think of like of all my guns. Like whenever I yeah. think about what's your favorite Call of Duty gun, yeah. it was a Commando. That was just like the gun. I think for me it's between either the Galil or the Famas. Okay. Those are another two. Yeah. I mean, fan favorites that you literally can't go wrong with. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's those. There's the AK-47, the AK-74U, the MP5K. I think some people even like the G11, the one that you would like reload it. Three round the yeah. Front. Yeah, that gun was pretty good. Um Hopefully this year with COD 2020, because it's, I'm sure as everyone knows, rumored to be a soft reboot of Black Ops 1, so mm-hmm. it hasn't been announced yet, but hopefully hopefully all these rumors come true, because that would be that would be insane to finally go back after 10 years to go back to that time period. Yeah, because I mean, dude, that's what they did with Modern Warfare, it was like, because I thought it was going to be a prequel, but it was yeah. act like, it, in a way it was a prequel, yeah. but it was a reboot. Yeah, a yeah, soft reboot. Yeah, and and it did success, completely successful. Yeah, uh, definitely love those. Now, uh, see, like when it comes to game modes, mm-hmm. out of all the different modes that they've had, okay, you know, campaigns, spec ops, uh, like what's your favorite mode? I'm probably a multiplayer guy at heart. I mm-hmm. love Treyarch Zombies, but I feel like you can only do so much with it. Yeah, I mean, after you. You play the map for the first time, you explore it, you figure out where all the perks, the power switch, all that is. And then, I mean, if you're like a diehard player, you can go do the Easter egg. Mm-hmm. You can do that a few times, but after a while, you're just doing the same thing over and over You again are, yeah. To try to reach a higher round than you did before. But with multiplayer, which I guess the argument can be made, it's still the same thing. You're just mm-hmm. doing the same game over and over again, but there's so many things you can go for. You can go for camos, you can go for prestige master. I mean, all the in-game challenges you can do in multiplayer, so... I think multiplayer just kind of has more replayability. Yeah, because it. it's when when you're thinking about it, like zombies, it's like if you're gonna get anywhere, you have to continuously. Yeah. Like it's like you're re- every time you start again, you're completely restarting it. Yeah, you know, and, and then, then later ones you can still have gobble gums, whatever. Yeah. But it's like you still like you start at round one and you have to re get all your guns. You have yeah, to redo everything. Exactly. Multiplayer, it's not. And then my thing with zombies versus multiplayer if you play multiplayer for two three hours and you get tired you can just quit after your game if you're in a zombies game and you're you know running and gunning around 40 and you're not just not dying you're not just going to quit so you right. pretty much got to play until you die you can play for four six seven eight hours and it's just never ending so i mean it, it can get exhausting it's the longest you ever played a zombie match for it longest i've ever played oh, i would probably say somewhere north of five Five, five and a half hours with uh, Hayden Stutes and Black Ops 3. Uh, that well, was that was rough. What that? It was Black Ops 3. We were playing Zombie Chronicles, that DLC. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were playing The Giant, so it was the remake of uh, The oh, yeah. Um I think we got to round 52, and that took forever. Yeah, it I thought it was man. never going to end. I was honestly, it's almost, it's kind of bittersweet because... 
when you finally start to see one player go down and then you see your second teammate go down, yeah, it's like you want to kind of go <laughs> off so you can, you know, kind of save the day and revive them. But at the same time, it's like I can just, you know, slip up and just say I messed something up exactly. and die on purpose just so I can get off and rest my eyes. But, uh, yeah, it, that, was, that was a crazy, crazy time. Yeah, longest uh, one we'd ever done was, I think we were on round 42, and we were trying to hit the yeah. 50, but 42 is the highest that we'd ever gotten yeah. before. It still is. And it was it was me and my brother and uh, a couple other people who were playing with us. So, and we were on the Giant. And so, but my mom calls, hey, I need you to come, like, you're supposed to come do some laundry or whatever. So I'm That's like, David, my older brother, I said, look, dude, just come hold, all you have to do is stay in this spot. Just stay in this spot and shoot <laughs> them out this window and we'll be good. Well, I'm, I'm halfway through folding the towels, and I hear Paul just, oh, my, what the hell? Oh, my goodness. And I, come, I was like, well, what happened? He's like, well, David jumped off, and he just, he, oh, he doing man. some kind of stuff, dude. We went down, but everyone died. It was very disappointing. But, yeah, uh, that's, that's definitely rough. Yeah. And then, I mean, comparing the two between Black Ops 1 and Modern Warfare 2019, if you look at it from a multiplayer perspective... Black Ops 1 had 14 launch maps, mm-hmm. which is a respectable number. I mean, that's pretty much the average. I mean, most, most COD games have 12 to 15 if they're a good game. Modern Warfare only had 9, so that definitely rubbed yeah. a lot of people wrong, especially when 80% of the maps were awful. Yeah. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that Infinity Warns even come out, they've come out and said this, that the game was literally designed for new players. They made it for noobs. That's why they added all the doorways and the windows and the dark alleys. and mm-hmm. That's kind of where all the camping comes from. So I think that definitely hurts the game because all the veteran players that are, you know, have been playing for 10 plus years, right. they're kind of just getting slapped in the face because uh, you're pretty much forced to adapt and kind of learn a new play style because... You can't really run and gun in that game. No, I mean, that's that's how I like to play. I like to rush and kind of be in the center of the action. But in that game, you can't do that. Yeah. You run around a corner, you're gonna get seven two five in the face, yeah. and uh, that's just it's just not good. So I think that definitely hurts that game, which kind of puts Black Ops above it. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, the multiplayer. I was never that good at multiplayer. Yeah. And so, so I normally stuck to zombies, and that was like yeah. one of my. I'd always play the campaign. So, yeah, always. But uh, definitely like playing zombies because I mean that's you know me and all my brothers would get together and we would do that. Yeah. And uh, and because I was never good at multiplayer, so yeah, I kind of do like the <laughs> Modern Warfare was set up because it means that I could actually uh, win a little bit, yeah. which was nice. It can be fun at times. I mean, I'll admit I kind of slip up and I'll camp a corner with a shotgun or something. Uh huh. Um, it's not how I've played in the past. So it was, it was a rough few months trying to adapt to that new play style. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I think one thing Modern Warfare did right was the weapon customization when they added the gunsmith. Dude, I think that that changed the game, and I really hope it's a feature that stays mm-hmm. because the amount of I mean, weapon customization you can do, it's, it's insane. I mean, we've never seen anything like it before. I mean, you can take one gun and make a gun that's not even in the game. So, I mean, you can take the AK-47 and you, know, you can swap the barrels, the stock. You can even stop swap out the ammo type mm-hmm. and you've got a 74U. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a gun that's not even in the game, that's just one. There's like 
there's like 20 plus. It is. I have the same thing with my hog. Yeah. Because I wanted like can, the traditional hog yeah, that you would yeah. see. Yeah, you can do that too. So, I mean, I think that's something that they really, really knocked out of the park. Absolutely. And then um, they they added gunfights. That's a 2v2 mode, which mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not what it was. I don't know if you remember. Um, I think it was Modern Warfare 3 had the face-off game mode. Did you ever play that? Mm-hmm. So that was... That, it's similar to Gunfight, but you know how in Gunfight, each team has a specific loadout, so you have the same guns. Right. In Modern Warfare 3, it was, it was, yeah, it was called Face Off. It was 1v1s, 2v2s, or 3v3s you could pick, and it was on small maps that were made for that mode, And but the difference between that is you could choose, like, you could choose your own weapons. And you yeah, would just, okay. You yeah. would just duke it out. Yeah. So I think they took inspiration from that with Gunfight, finally bringing that back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that's a pretty good mode, too, if you kind of get tired of the regular 66 play or 10v10 or Ground War, whatever you yeah. play. Um, and plus, with, with all the weekly updates, they add all kinds of variants. I mean, there's 3v3 Gunfight, there's Snipers Only, Knives Only, Gunfight Customs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's tons of different different like modes you can play within that game mode so I think that's um that's something they definitely did right yeah and that's why I'm really glad that they're bringing back uh, Black Ops yeah like especially if they do like a soft reboot like you were saying of yeah. you know Cold War because I mean if we see all that type of customization in a Black Ops game yeah like, that would that be would... insane because I didn't there's what was okay so it was Black Ops 4 and then Modern Warfare came out the year yeah. afterwards right there and yeah. just the jump between like I said, the customization and the yeah. game modes and everything—it's yeah. just—it blows my mind. Like, and I really hope that Treyarch takes a page from their book. Yeah. Because Treyarch has kind of messed up things. And a lot of people were pissed off about zombies and you know Jason Blundell and everything. You know, yeah, they changed. Yeah. And then he left midway through, and then yeah, the maps were just—it was just rehashing the old maps over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, Cod's definitely hasn't been what it has been in the glory days here recently. I mean, they've just. I feel like they've just kind of lost their way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like the last COD game I like enjoyed and played year round has to be like probably. Uh, I feel like Modern Warfare Three. I can't think of any games after that I played year round, really nonstop, and I actually enjoyed myself. I think it had to be Modern Warfare Three. Um, would would be the last one, but I mean. I think they just tried to rewrite the book too much with Modern Warfare. They added a ton of great things, but they also changed a lot of things that I feel like got under the the veteran player's skin. Mm-hmm. Like with the, the DLC system, they changed that, which I, it probably needed to be changed, but I don't know if this is the right way to do it. I mean... Go into that a little bit more. So what do you mean? Like I think, I mean, old school, they had this, you, you could pay for the season pass when you picked up the game, and you could pay for all four DLC packs in advance. Right. And you'd probably get a small bonus. They did away with that, so now they have a battle pass similar to how Fortnite does theirs. Right. So you pay $10, and throughout the course of the season, which I think is like 60 days, two months, um, you just, you earn tiers from playing, or you can buy them with COD points if you choose to do it that way. And uh, you earn COD points and you eventually hit tier 100, max tier. And uh, it works the same way as Fortnite. You earn COD points every five, ten tiers. Mm-hmm. And that gives you enough to buy the next battle pass. So, I mean, really, on paper it sounds better because you only have to spend $10 once 
and then you can buy every battle pass for the rest of the game's life cycle. Right. If if you so choose to. But I think what kind of bothers players is that with that they also change the ranking system. Uh-huh. So there's no traditional prestige mode. With mm-hmm. the with the seasons, there's a max rank of one fifty five and once you hit that, you're done. Mm-hmm. So like I said, the season is sixty days long. If you hit that that uh, cap of one fifty five, if you hit it in ten days, you're done for the next fifty days. You can't rank up. So I mean it kinda doesn't really give you an incentive to play because I mean once you hit your level cap and you hit tier hundred I mean, what else is there to do? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you can go for your, you can go for in-game challenges, you can go for camos, but I mean, you kind of get burned out on that pretty quick. I mean, you can only do that for so long, and it, you know, it makes you want to come back and play the game every day. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that, they they definitely messed up with that. I hope I hope next year with with Triarch's game they bring back the uh, prestige system. Because uh, I definitely think that's that's a lot better than what we have. Yeah, and I think a big thing comes out from, comes from the change in the gaming industry to <clears throat> everybody's kind of doing free match. Like, it's yeah. every, like all of that stuff is free. Yeah. But there's more money, and people are willing to pay more for yeah. paying for that tier system. Yeah, and I think a lot of it comes from that. I mean, because Activision's a business; they're just trying to make money. So I mean, right. at the end of the day, they don't really care, which they've shown this countless times. <laughs> They don't really care if a change that they make is popular among fans. They're just trying to fill their pockets with cash. So, I mean, I understand it to an extent, but at the mm-hmm. same time, we're the ones that put you where you are right now. So, I mean, yeah. you, you know, you got to do what's what's right by your fans. Mm-hmm. But uh, another thing they did, I mean, this is this is no secret, Warzone. Yeah. I mean, that... That was definitely something. I feel like they kind of one up Treyarch with Blackout. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were the first ones to do Battle Royale, and then Warzone came next. Um, I didn't really play either of them. I played them, both of them for a little bit. I'm just, I don't know, I'm kind of burnt out on the whole Battle Royale thing with Fortnite. I mean, I feel like Treyarch kind of hit it at a better time because, I mean, I feel like Battle Royale yeah. are still a bit more popular, which they still are. I mean, tons of people play Warzone, obviously. But, uh, Warzone's free too. Yeah, they, they so have another been, thing with that yeah. free to play model. Um, mm-hmm. Anyone can play it, which I think is great. I think that's exactly what COD needs. It's going to bring in more people. And then, you know, people play Warzone that didn't buy the full game. They play Warzone, they like it, and they're like, huh, maybe I'll try out Call of Duty. Maybe it's someone that hasn't played Call of Duty before, like a yeah. young kid. And, you know, it just brings more people to the franchise, which I think is a good thing. But I guess the reason I haven't played it much at all really has to do with the overall game design of Modern Warfare mm-hmm. which like I said I said that back talking about multiplayer the whole camping and the you know the doorways and the windows I mean I just I can't play like that so I think that's just kind of why I never really played it because I'll be honest I suck at it <laughs> uh, I still don't have a win so uh, you've never won no I've never <laughs> won I've come in every other place I've come in second third fourth and fifth you talking about Warzone or Warzone? Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about just like regular matches. Oh no, no, no. We yeah, Warzone. Uh, have never won a game. Um, See, so yeah, I kind of just stopped playing that altogether. I didn't really think it was uh, too much fun. Yeah. Uh, lost interest pretty quick. So do you do you play any other of the battle royale games? Like you still play Fortnite or Apex um, or anything like that? Not really. I'll play Fortnite every now and then with some friends, but. Yeah. Um, pretty much stopped playing that. I haven't played Apex in whew, what feels like years, which I know it hasn't been, but I actually miss that game a lot. Really? Uh, I wish 
we wouldn't stop playing that game. Um, I thought it was a pretty fun game. So do you like that? So when it comes to battle royale games, do you think Apex had a better system set up than? Black I think Outer? they definitely changed it up just with with all the things they had on. It was something. I guess what it really comes down to is it was something different. Because I mean, yeah, everybody was playing Fortnite, and that's all it was. And then they came out with Apex, and it was like, oh, it's battle royale, which we all love, right? But it's something different, you know. It's a different environment. It's a different style game. There's no building, you know. It's something different. So uh, I think that's what kind of drew me to it at first. But then uh, once all my friends stopped playing, obviously I'm not gonna play with myself. Right. Yeah. So uh, it just kind of died out, which uh, I really wish it wouldn't have, because I think that's a, I thought I thought it was a pretty fun game, but um. So, dude, I mean, when it comes to when it comes to the games, I kind of feel, I feel like Modern Warfare has kind of revived it a bit because yeah, when it like, dude, when you talk about glory days, I mean, you think Modern Warfare two, Modern Warfare three, Black Ops one, Black Ops two, yeah. Like after that, I, I'm not gonna lie, I probably an unpopular opinion, but Advanced Warfare, I liked Advanced Warfare. I thought it I thought was, was a, fun. I thought it was a pretty good game. Um, it was Sledgehammer's first title, first time making a game by themselves. I think they did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they mm-hmm. introduced some pretty polarizing things. That was the first game that introduced supply drops, mm-hmm. which, as everyone knows, that kind of plagued. Now, supply drops is in not as in like in game, like you throw a supply drop out and you get yeah, like no, a no, lot, like the boxes that you would buy. And yeah, that you would get. Yeah. That was the first game to introduce that, which plagued. I think plagued the franchise for years to come. I think we're finally starting to get out of that, which is good. That needed to happen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they really rewrote the book with that game. I mean, with the advanced movement. Mm-hmm. the I mean, as bad as supply drops are, I mean, that really changed up everything, too, because, I mean, they had stat-varying weapons. So, I mean, right. you could get a gun. I mean, the ASM-1 speakeasy. Yeah, I, mean, I tried so hard to get that gun, and I never the, got it. I got it, and it, it is... <laughs> Oh man, can that that gun is insane. I mean the Bow twenty seven Obsidian Steed. Mm-hmm. The uh HBRA three insanity. I mean, guns that literally should not exist in that game, but they do and I mean if you if you didn't have it and you were going against someone that did have it, you might as well just turn your controller off because yeah. you're not gonna beat them. I mean, you can be a potato and have the obsidian steed. And, I mean, you're going to wreck. That's just that's how good that gun was. Well, I like how they changed it in Modern Warfare because now it's you have to earn it by doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, I definitely I think, think that's, that's how it should be. That's a better way. And then all the ones in Modern Warfare, they're not stat varying. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are to an extent with the attachments, but it's like you said. You can earn all the attachments, so it's not like you have a pay-to-win right. you know, kind of thing going. Um, but, yeah, I think all the, all the, the way you can earn the guns – with the battle pass, I think it's it's a lot more fair, and the guns that are in there, you don't have to buy the battle pass to earn them; they're mm-hmm. free. So I mean, even if you don't want to spend the ten dollars, you can still grind up and earn them, and be on the you know a level playing field as everybody else. Yeah. So I definitely think, like I said, I, th- I think we're starting to get out of that supply drop trend. We're starting to move in the right direction. So thankfully, man, I think I think that was a that was kind of a trend that started with a lot of mobile games. You yeah. got to think when you're playing a mobile game like. You're playing, I mean, I always get those, like, the, that Total Strike or whatever it was yeah. with Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know? Yeah. And, but the thing about those is, like, it's free to play, 
and you're signed up, you, you download it through your Apple account, where your yeah. Apple account is already hooked up to your card. Exactly. So it makes it super easy for that yeah. transaction to happen. Very convenient. And it's the same way with consoles. I mean, most people have mm -hmm. their card already on their console, so I mean, all you gotta do is push a button and there you go. Right. So, uh, yeah, they definitely make it easy. Yeah. Which I think can be bad for younger kids that, you know, exactly. have their parents' credit card on their console. Well, because it's gambling, and that was, yeah, that was the big is. reason why they were pushing back against the supply drops it and stuff, is. because, yeah, it is gambling. And I think that it's it's just more satisfying, and it's more rewarding for players whenever you're like, okay, I didn't get 30 bajillion loot boxes to get the speakeasy, yeah. but I had to grind and get, you know, yeah, 15, exactly. 20... It's, Definitely, five headshots in a match you know definitely more uh, it makes it more worth it you know if you mm -hmm. actually earned it instead of spending $500 to get it exactly so yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah so had that uh, Black Ops 3 man that was the first one when it was like it got kind of weird yeah and, that, that was a weird game yeah and I don't like I think Zombies was fantastic yeah Shadows of Evil yeah. That that map was so great. I love Shadows of Evil, man. Yeah, I mean, hardcore zombie players. I mean, they they consider that to be the the, the pinnacle of zombies. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is the best. Um, I definitely think they did a lot of things right with that game. And then I mean, adding uh, the the fifth DLC pack with Zombie Chronicles. Yeah, I think that definitely they definitely hit home with that because I mean that brought a ton of nostalgia back right I mean maps you haven't played in years unless you go back to you know your your older console but I mean to have all those old maps remastered you could play on your current gen console uh, that was definitely a good thing um, that I think Black Ops 3 had going for them the, the multiplayer was good I think in terms of advanced movement I think Black Ops 3 kind of did it the best mm -hmm. I um, agree because I mean as much as I loved advanced warfare I mean you know I mean you could literally you know, double, triple bounce, and you know, do all this crazy stuff. I think Black Ops Three had the, the like the most simple form of the advanced movement. Yeah. Um, it, so, it wasn't rigid. Yeah, like, it was just it was like smooth. you go one direction. It, it flowed very well. Yeah. Uh, I think they did that. As for the campaign for that game, I don't know what the hell that was. That that was one of the things that threw me off was um, the campaign because it was it was very it was very dark. Yeah. And it was just like, but it, the whole AI system, and yeah, it was like, I get what they was, were trying um, to do, but... Usually when I buy a Call of Duty game, um, I pretty much, I don't touch any of the other modes until I finish the campaign. Yep. That was hard to do that year, yeah. because that was a tough campaign to grind through. I think the idea behind it was cool, because I mean, I don't, I don't know if you beat it. I did, yeah. You know how at the end, they, it was all like a simulation, like none of it was real. It was? Okay, so I thought that... I thought that at the end, though, like, he became infected by the virus or whatever it was, and so now he was going forth to do the plans, just like the other guy was. The from what guy. I remember... It may have been a simulation, but I don't remember that. Yeah, from what I remember, at the end of it, it was all, like, virtual reality. Like, the whole oh, okay, yeah, the yeah. whole thing was a simulation, so none of it was real. Um, which I think it made for a good twist, but the campaign just didn't flow. It didn't make yeah. any sense. I didn't know what was going on. None of the I, none of the characters meant anything to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was no character development. So I mean, overall, that's probably one of the worst campaigns I've ever played. Yeah, uh, and then I like mean, without a doubt, yeah, I think most people would agree with that. Yeah, um, and then like whenever they did, like you go went back to uh, the Argonne Forest in that one part, and you had to went through like the World War Two battle, 
and it was like yeah but like none of it it was like all symbols and stuff from World yeah World it was World. all it was yeah it was like, well, it was why weird. are y'all doing that like it was it was really weird and that's the historical inaccuracy that i was talking about yeah and like nobody said anything about that like it yeah. was just kind of swept under the rug yeah exactly it's like well this no is really not what they dressed that. yeah it was it was very strange and it was just a lot of the maps were just very dark like yeah. there weren't any like bright maps that's like whenever yeah. they they put in a splash and it was the water park. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is a badass map. And it was like, it was bright, it was fiber. Yeah. And honestly, was... one of my favorite maps is uh, the one where, Micro, the one where you're out on oh, the yeah. picnic table. Yeah, that's and, a good one. You're yeah. like miniaturized. Yeah, I yeah. really like that map. That was a fun map. Um, I think one of the more underappreciated games, in my opinion, is probably Call of Duty Ghosts. What really? You, what do you think about that? I was not a fan of Ghost. I like the campaign. It had a pretty good twist at the end. Most never people went with it, but. are pretty sour towards that game. I feel like I'm in like the two percent of the people in the COD community that actually really like it. Mm-hmm. I'd probably put it in my probably gonna get some hate for this, but I'd probably put it in my top five. Wow, like games of all time or COD? COD games. games. Okay. Um, which you know might steer some people away, <laughs> but. I just don't really understand all the hate. I mean, it had its issues, which every game is going to have its flaws. There's no game without flaws. Modern Warfare 2 is a great example. Mm. Um, that multiplayer was broken. It should not be as loved as it is, but for some reason, everyone swears by it. But that's a discussion for later. Um, I just don't understand why everyone you know, shits on that game so much. I think most people do agree with this. I think that game had, without, I mean, without even denying it, the best DLC season a Call of Duty has ever had. I don't know if you played... I never made it to the DLC season. So, basically what they did was they bought like all the licensing for like the Predator, Michael Myers, and they, they would have special maps that are like from the movies and did, so did you play the multiplayer at all or no? Yeah, yeah, I did. So you know how they had the field, like the field orders, the little briefcases? Mm-hmm. And those special maps, you would get the field order and if you completed it, you would turn into Michael Myers. And like throughout the whole game, you would play like his theme song, and you would literally run around dressed as Michael oh, Myers cool. with a knife, and you were invincible. For you, you basically had like the health of a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on another map, you were the Predator from all the Predator movies. So, nice. I mean, you could cloak, make that weird noise. You could jump around and spin, and then I just think it was insane. I can't believe another COD game hasn't done that yet. Um, but. I mean, that game just had the best DLC season, in my opinion. So that's right, because I played, the other day, we were playing Modern Warfare. Yeah. And one of my buddies was like, hey, you'll ever play Michael Myers? And I guess yeah. that's where that comes from. Yeah, I think it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think that game just t- kind of takes the cake for mm-hmm. a DLC season, uh, in my opinion. Damn, yeah. I remember one of, one of my favorite DLC maps was Casino on, uh, on Black Ops 1. Oh, yeah, it was like a, it was like a casino floor on like the top of a building. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that a was pretty one. good. Uh, let's see. So best best zombie maps, <clears throat> I would have to say I really like Shadows of Evil because I really like the time period and everything. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. I mean, I think in you know Morgue City, I forget what the time period was like the fifties, the forties, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was late forties. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool time period. Um, you know, all the guns were kind of old school guns I mean the starting pistol was that revolver and I think all the I didn't play that map too much so I'm not I'm not super knowledgeable about you know the easter egg and all that but I mean I know they had that thing where you were like that 
monster alien or whatever. Yeah. You yeah. would have to go do the rituals and all that. I know a little bit, but I'm not super knowledgeable. But I know, like, from an objective standpoint, I know, like, that is probably one of the better maps. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's that. What other maps were there? Um, I think, okay, so yeah. if you had a name, top top number one zombies map of all time, which one? Probably have to be Mob of the Dead. Okay, I was going to say that, too. From yeah. Black Ops 2. Uh I have always been interested with Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. Even before it was a zombies map, I've always just thought it was cool. And then when Treyarch decided to do that, I mean, my excitement and just interest in that just exploded. Yeah. And uh, got me even more interested in it. Um, I mean, just from the characters, how you were for, you know, actual criminals, and just the, the overall aesthetic of the map. Yeah. I mean, how they had the... the the bodies that were wrapped in cloth, you know, all bloody and chained up in the laundry room, and you know how you had to get all the plane parts and get to the roof, build the plane, go to the Golden Gate Bridge, mm-hmm. and you crash, and then you know that's where you pack a punched and you pretty have, good training spot too. Yeah, very good training spot, and then you had you know Brutus would spawn and come after you, and then you had to get in the electric chairs to go back to the prison. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean that game is just, I mean that that map is a, uh, it's. It's undoubtedly the best one. The argument can be made, because, I mean, I know Origins is another good one. I yeah. <clears throat> I think it's a good one. I think it's a lot more difficult, which probably is what knocks it down for me. I think Mob is very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it has pretty good wall weapons. I think it had that good balance. Yeah, it had a good balance. I wouldn't say it was too easy, but, I mean, if you're a, you know, if you're at least, like, the average player, you can get on, and you, yeah. you can make a high-rounded attempt, especially with the afterlife system. Yeah. I mean, it kind of gave you, you know, a second, third, and fourth chance, to, uh, you know, if you died. Um, I mean, the death machine plus the uh, the blunder gat, and then you yeah. upgrade that, and it was like a, a like a mini... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you could upgrade bomb. it. I think you could upgrade the blunder gat. You, you upgrade it twice. You throw it in the pack-a-punch machine... And then that, that upgraded it one way, but then you also put it in the acid gas. Yeah, and you get yeah. the acid gas. And I think yeah. if you did both of those, I mm-hmm. forget how to pronounce it, but it's like the ventriloquist withering or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I know you can do both and you can get that, and that thing is just unstoppable. It was unstoppable. Yeah, but, uh, sure. And then, I mean, you had the, the hellhounds that would come out of the wall, and you could mm-hmm. get the... Uh, the hell's retriever, yeah. and then it became the hell's, hell's redeemer. redeemer. Yeah. yeah. And then you get the golden spork. Yeah. Which was uh, nice, because that lasted you up to like round like yeah. 28 or something. Yeah, that would last you to a pretty decent high round. And then, dude, the Johnny Cash song that plays. Yeah. Man, Rusty Cage. Rusty Cage. Let's see, what song is it? Rusty it's Cage. It's classic, man. That was, that was like my theme after after watched that. Yeah, whenever that map came out and I heard that song, I actually downloaded it on my phone. Same here. So yeah. I have that song on my phone, I listen to it in my truck. Oh, um, yeah. And see, dude, the cool thing about that is, like, I grew up watching all kind of mafia movies. Yeah. So I grew up, you know, Ray Liotta was in Goodfellas. And then, you know, like, uh, like all these other movies that these guys are in. You know, they've been in Sopranos or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, hell yeah, they're having a mafia-themed map. And I think Black Ops 2 was really good at those themed maps. Yeah. Because yeah, it was like you had the mafia map, you had Barry, which was a western town, and then you had uh, Origins, which was World War One. Yeah. And I do I think after Origins, because I, I like to follow along the story. Yeah. But it was like after Origins, it was so complex because there were all kind of dimensions and then like yeah, it, you it think kinda... something was right and then it turns out that like, oh no, that never really happened. And it was like, what the hell? So that's why I, I think that's why I really enjoyed Shadows because Shadows was like 
something completely different. Yeah, it was away kind of a that. fresh start, kind of almost like you push, you kind of press the reset button right. on everything with the old crew. Um, yeah, I think for the you know just for the casual zombies player that just likes to play, mm-hmm. you know, as the maps come out um, after Origins, it, became, it probably became really hard to follow the storyline. Yeah, because like you said, I mean, it got insane. I had to go watch like an hour long YouTube video <laughs> that explained it from beginning to present time. Uh, so I could kind of, you know, understand everything. Right. Um, but while, while we're on the topic of zombies, um, what would be your least favorite map? Because I know what most people would say. It's a Black Ops 2 map. It's something, another map that I actually really like. Okay. Uh, Die Rise. I, see, I like Die Rise. Okay, good. I like the uh, Sleek with Fire. I yes, like I think around. that's one of the best wonder weapons. I think yeah. pre-patch it actually probably was one of the best, but uh, post-patch yeah. they kind of nerfed it down. But uh, I don't know. I just like that map. I think it's just it's a different like atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, with all the skyscrapers and the elevator system, it can be kind of tricky because I mean, you never know where your perks are coming from. So I mean, you can you can get jug on round two, right? Or, you know, if the elevator doesn't give it to you, you might not get jug until round twenty five. Yeah, don't so, forget. Who's I mean, who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it can it can be tricky, but I don't know. I've always been kind of fond of that that map. Um, I forget what traps are in that map, but if you would camp on the rooftop, Trample steam. Yes. Yeah. You could go camp in the corner on that roof. You know what I'm talking about? That little, mm-hmm. that little uh, alleyway. You could camp there with all the traps and the slick with fire. I mean, you're pretty much unstoppable. I yeah. Because you drop those. That was something Black Ops Two did really cool. Was they had a bunch of they had like mobile traps that you yeah. could bring around. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely a good addition. Yeah, because you could on the you know the quote unquote like you know dog round. I forget. It was like a little jumper. Like the Nova, the Nova Six crawlers, but they would like jump yeah, around. Yeah, I forget what they're called. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I mean, you'd stick, you stay in a corner, and I'd always get in that room where who's who was. And you'd yeah. just get in the corner and put those down, because then if you if you didn't get hit, then you got a free perk. Yeah, exactly. And they all that was something that they kind of started to do was introduce free perks. Everybody wanted a, a flopper to come back. Actually, flopper, yeah, but it never did. I was hoping they would do something Black Ops Three. <laughs> They, they have a gobble gun that's similar to it. It's called Slaughter Slide. Right. Um, but, I mean, you, you can't you can't replace Flopper with something yeah. with a gobble gun. I mean, that perk was just... It was kind of overpowered in a sense. I it mean, was. Because if you kept your starting pistol and upgraded to the Mustang and Sally's, mm-hmm. everyone knows what that is. Right. Then you get Flopper. I mean, who, what's going to kill you? Yeah. You would just wait till they surrounded you, point down, and just shoot. And, I mean, you could clear a room. So, I mean, it's probably for the best that they got rid of it because... It was definitely overpowered. Yeah. Um, but I definitely missed that part. Well, that's something that they did in Black Ops 4. They had a, uh, it was, it's a PH slider. Yeah. And so, like, you would slide yeah. and do it or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of similar to how Slaughter Slide is in Black Ops yeah. 3 with that gobble gun. And I think that they really did that because, like, they, they didn't have dolphin diving anymore. It was sliding. Yeah, yeah. And I so, that too. yeah, dude, I missed the dolphin dive. It was so, it was, it was fun. You get on ascension. Just because it was so, like it was just so weird. Because I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. You, you in game, you just look so dramatic when you <laughs> would see your teammate just run and jump. I don't know. It just looked really funny. It just kind of added a, a fun aspect to the game. It did, yeah. So, I mean, just it kind of take away from the seriousness of, of which I, it was in multiplayer too. Of you know, mm-hmm. multiplayer and zombies, you just kind of get a good laugh. Dude, if you ever managed to get off a a, a dolphin dive headshot snipe, yeah, I mean, that was it, man. You were golden. It would, yeah, it would definitely make for some cool montage moments. I mean, if you were a skilled, you know, quick scoper or whatever, yeah. you could you could definitely pull off some crazy trick shots. Um, oh yeah. So did you 
Did you play any of the zombies on Black Ops 4? Or no? Not really. And from what I've heard, I guess I'm kind of glad I didn't. Because I've heard, I've heard it's it's pretty bad. I've heard 9 is actually a pretty good map. I've played a Very little good. bit of that one. Um, I've heard that's the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely think it is from what I played. I didn't play any of the DLC zombies, so I don't even know what they are. Yeah. Um, I haven't played any of those, so I just played the launch maps. Um yeah, I do definitely think nine is the best. What was the other one? Wasn't it like the Titanic? Yeah, they had nine. That's Voyage of Despair, which is the Titanic. Titanic. They had Classified, which was a remake of Five. Yeah, that's right. And then they had uh, Blood of the Dead, which yeah. was a remake of Mob of the Dead. I think Blood of the Dead was. I think it was kind of poorly executed. It was. I think in turn, I see why they added it. In terms of the storyline, it needed to be there. Yeah. Um, but I just think they they took too many good things away mm-hmm. and added too many bad things. I mean, like I said, this goes back to what I just said. From a story perspective, I get why they had to have the, the lab you would spawn in in the beginning. I get why it had to be there, but I feel like it was just useless space because yeah. I was out of there by round five and I would never go back because there's no reason to go back there unless the box spawns there. But... I mean, other than that, you have zero reason to be there. It's not a good training spot. Nope. There's no good wall weapons. There's no perks. I mean, it's just it's a useless area of the map. Uh, like I said, in terms of story, I understand. but uh, Yeah. Dude, after that, like, because I, I really enjoyed, like, Nine, Voyage of Despair, and yeah. then... Uh, and then uh, ancient evil, which ancient was evil, the yeah. uh, it was like the it was set in the, uh, like, the city of uh, Delphi. Yeah, so it was like in Greece, dude. Very cool, a lot of cool like mythology behind it. I always yeah. got into you know Red Percy yeah. Jackson. Oh yeah, know, absolutely. Love that too. stuff. Me too. And then, but after that, dude, it's like after Black Ops Three. Honestly, after Black Ops Two, they should have just ended the you know the storyline. Yeah, the storyline. And I think because of that, like literally every map after that was a remaster. Yeah. It was, because uh, first off you had, uh, oh shoot, what did you have? Because you had Classified, you had that, you had uh, Alpha Omega, which, which was a remake was of, of Nuketown. Of Nuketown, yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool, you got to go under Nuketown. Yeah, I heard they added a bunch of things, which, uh, like I said, from a story perspective it made sense. I heard it was like just a fun map, you could just kind of get on and play, and mm-hmm. it'd just be a fun map to play around on, like if you don't want to play serious. Right. Which, uh. That's how it was back in Black Ops 2 and they added Nuketown. Had zero reason to be there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It was just no a map you could just sit down and play and just have a good time. Had absolutely no correlation to the story. Like I said, had no reason being a zombies map, but hey, yeah. it did it. And I think it was a pretty good map. Yeah. Uh, yeah both of them. Here. And that was, so, I feel like I'm missing one. But they, so they read it classified. Uh, well, yeah, they, but they, for the DLCs, they did uh, Ancient Evil and then... I want to say there's another one, but Alpha Omega, and then there was uh, the last one, which is uh, I, I forget what it's remember. called. It's the it's remake of Call of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what it's called, but I know what Matt be talking about. Uh, oh, uh, Tagged or Toten. Yeah. So like the very first zombies map was Nocter Toten, which was Night of the Dead, and then yeah. this was Tagged or Toten, which was Day of the Dead. Yeah. And they introduced some pretty cool stuff. I'd always enjoyed Call of the Dead. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good map I mean, with with the celebrity cast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, George Romero and just the whole atmosphere of the map. I mean, they had a lot of cool Easter eggs, how all the, the premise characters were locked up in that room and you had to mm-hmm. try to get them out. Uh, I think they did a... That, that was a really good map. I mean, you could... 
the the wonder weapons on that map were kind of lackluster. They had the scavenger, which was like the right. exploding uh, sniper rifle, and the VR VR eleven, which would turn the zombies into CIA agents. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, it's a cool visual effect, but I mean, <laughs> at a high round, I mean, what's that going to do for yeah, you? Yeah, it's kind of uh, annoying. Um, but then uh, you could kill George Romero, and you would actually get the wonder off. Right. So I think that was uh, definitely a pretty cool thing. But I mean. Even then, that gun would drop off, you know, by around 30, and then you're left with... You're pretty much just left with your skill. Yeah. I mean, if you're a good player, you can make a high round attempt, but I mean, if you're just, you know, the average Joe, you're not going to get very far once that Wonder Wolf drops off. Yeah. And that's something later, later Zombies games introduce, like, multiple pack-a-punch. Yeah. So you, like, pack-a-punch it a little bit more each time, and then on Tagged or Toten, they had that, but, like, it was once every five rounds, something like that. They had a golden pack of punch machine, and you okay. could bring it to, and I think it was like ten thousand or something a pack of punch. Interesting. And it would like make it super, you know, even more yeah. upgraded, whatever. So they did a lot of different things with it. I think, I think something that they messed up on was, so in like Black Ops City had the gobble guns, yeah, right. But you have a gobble gun machine, you get a random one, yeah. But in Black Ops Four, they had uh, whatever the elixirs, like the elixirs, yeah. yeah. But you could pick four of them. But that eliminated you having so many other weapons because exactly. it takes up the D-pad. Yeah. So, you know, the arrow pad. You know, I don't know if you play Black, uh, yeah. PlayStation. Or, yeah. Okay. Because okay. so, that was something that I noticed in, like, Black Ops 3, dude, I, I'd have so much fun because you could have so many different weapons and swap yeah. the weapons, whatever, and then in Black Ops 4, that cut that back a lot. Yeah. You couldn't have the ability to have a special gun and your uh, wraith fires or your grenades, yeah, exactly. you had to make a choice, like which yeah. do I want? Yeah, I didn't really like how they, with Black Ops Four, they got rid of Juggernaut and yeah. kind of exchanged that for two hundred health. <clears throat> I think it's you know it's the same premise, but I don't know. I just if if it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. If there, I don't think there needed to be a change, so why make the change? You know, um, like I said, I just I think Black Ops Four was probably the worst zombies game aside from World at War but I mean you can't really blame that because it was the first game right so I mean they didn't really know what they were doing but Black Ops 4 was uh, it was definitely a miss for me in terms yeah. of zombies um, now as for multiplayer kind of switching the conversation back over yeah I think I don't think it was the best multiplayer mm-hmm. but uh, I think in terms of time played that's probably the most I've ever played I think I had something like 15 days played which is <laughs> which is a lot uh i think i hit i was almost 11th prestige which is the most i've ever you know that the highest rank i've ever gotten mm-hmm. um i put a lot of time in that game i went for i think the secret camo in that game was i think it was dark matter i think it was um i was i think two or three weapon classes away so i had snipers shotguns and pistols left to do uh, oh, so you had to like get the top on all of the yeah. So to get Damn. dark to get dark matter, you would have to have diamond on each weapon class, and to get diamond, you would have to have every gun gold. Right. So you know, if you wanted diamond ARs, there were eight or nine ARs. You'd have to get each one of them gold, and then you know, same thing for each weapon class to get diamond, and then dark matter. Uh, that was definitely a grind. That was actually the first game I ever kind of did the camo grind I did it a little bit in Modern Warfare 3 mm-hmm. um, and Black Ops 2 but other than that I've never really been much of a camo person I just don't really see the point I mean it's something to do 
but you know you spend all this time doing your headshots and you know whatever the challenge is and then when that game ends and the next game comes out all that time you put in it's just you know it's gone it's not like you can take the cameras with you you pretty much just have to restart and you know start the camera start the camera ground all over again so I feel like it's kind of pointless to an extent but definitely makes for you know cool kill cams if you have a diamond sniper or a dark matter sniper and you get a headshot or you know a quick scope or whatever definitely makes for a cool kill cam yeah and dude, that's something that they changed a bit because i remember in black ops one like i like i said i used my commando all the time i had yeah. i had diamond on the commando because diamond was the highest you could get but you didn't have to do all of the others in the class yeah. first like you could get that and i think i had it on the the a1m1 thompson yeah. Then uh, in advanced warfare too, yeah. and I think like after that it was you had to get diamond, you had to do get every gold gun, for, uh, yeah, every that's weapon in that class. Work. It's definitely a grind. Um, uh, so okay, so in the closing, what do you want to see from Black Ops Five? After all the things we've talked about, like what do you what do you want to see that they've been doing to keep doing, and what's something that that you want them to add in? Add in, I really wish they would add in the wager matches from Black Ops One. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done it with Gun Game, and I think they've added uh, what is it? It's the one where you play like hide and seek. What is it? Um, Prop hunt. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, they've added that in a few games, which I think is cool, but. I want all the old school wager matches from Black Ops 1 to come back. I think that COD point system to come back for a change. I think that would make for a cool change. Um, Things that they already have that I wish they would add, I really hope that, we said this earlier, I hope they bring the weapon customization for Modern Warfare into into, uh, whatever the next game is going to be. Because like I said, I think that is just revolutionary I think it changed the game and like I said I hope that's here to stay um, from what I know I think Warzone is actually gonna kind of transition over into Black Ops because yeah. I think Activision's come out and said this is the official Call of Duty Battle Royale so um, Warzone is? yeah oh damn um, which that may change because they said that about Blackout so right. I, with Activision you never know but uh there's been like leaks and rumors that um, Infinity Ward is going to start adding in, you know, Black Ops characters into Warzone. I've, I've been seeing that, yeah. Black Ops weapons into Warzone, kind of to start teasing the next game. So uh, hopefully that'll be coming soon. That might get me back on a plane if uh, if they do that. But uh, yeah, probably those two things most is the weapon customization and the wager matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Zombies is going to look like this year because the storyline's done. Yeah. with the old crew um, so it's kind of going to be hard to play with a new new crew because I mean I don't know it it doesn't sound like it should be a big deal because it's video game characters right but when you've played as a video game character for eight plus years you get attached you get attached to them man you know it gets emotional when, when, they're, when they're gone so yeah uh, I don't know what zombies is going to look like but I hope I hope it's nothing like it was in Black Ops 4 mm-hmm. because it's going to be a dumpster fire if it's anything like their last, you know, their last zombies mode, because I think they did everything wrong. Yeah. In my opinion, so hopefully they kind of go back to their roots. Like I said, with, with Jason Blundell being gone, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. It's gonna be tough because he is the one that, you know, envisioned all of this. But uh, even though he's gone, people were freaking out when he left. 
even though he's gone, his team is still there. You know, his mm-hmm. team that he did all that other stuff with, they're still there. So, I mean, they have all the, you know, the brain power that created all these maps. So, uh, I think it's going to be okay. But hopefully they go back to their roots and kind of, you know, tap into what they used to be doing. Yeah, I think I think that starting another, how they have two different storylines going. Yeah. And I think it's called the Ether storyline. Yeah, it is. Uh, so... I like I like those characters, and I think that that having that fresh take because it's like a totally different read. Like it wasn't yeah. the Nazis created the yeah. zombies; it's like this curse or whatever. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool, and I'd like to see them continue yeah. with that story and with those characters. Cause they did it on a cliff note yeah. on Ancient Evil, yeah. so uh, I'd like to see where they go with that. And I think that if because I think a lot of it was. Because I remember, like, Mr. Raffle Waffles. You ever watch it? Yeah, I've seen a few of his videos. Yeah. I know that is. Because, I mean, dude, even he was very upset with, like, Jason Blundell because, I mean, he because he'd been playing, like, this kind of cat and mouse game with yeah. him for years. Yeah. And he's like, okay, like, are we going to see, like, something new? And he's just like, ah, just wait and see. Yeah. I don't know. And he's like, we've been doing this for years. Like, give yeah. me something. And then he leaves. And then, yeah, and then he leaves. And it was just kind of, I don't know if maybe it was one of those, like, he got too powerful for his, like his own like he thought he was way better than what he was because he did come up with some great stuff because he came in on Mob of the Dead I'm pretty sure that yeah. was like his first one I think that definitely plays a pretty big part in it because you know they just made banger after banger after yeah. banger maps and just became icons and then you know I guess his head maybe just swole yeah. and then you know he kind of did an had an idea that was you know a little more outlandish and he just it didn't land how he thought it would mm-hmm. and uh Maybe that led to him leaving. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea what he's doing now. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he'll come back to Treyarch because uh, they they're gonna need him for this next game, especially with with the way the cycle is. I don't know if you've been keeping up with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with how Treyarch got named uh, lead developer of the game right. you know, nine months before it's supposed to be released. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty worried about this year. I, as much as I don't want it to be delayed, I think they just need to delay it. Yeah. Uh, so just so they can give them more time because if they release the game in October, November, like like it normally does annually, that game is not going to be complete. It's not going to be close yeah. to being complete. There's just no way. Yeah. Um. So hopefully they'll just delay it because there's just like I said, there's just no way. There's no way they can finish that in time. Um, but it's like now their cycles are short because it used to be every three years yeah. we'd get we'd either get a new Black Ops we'd get a new Modern Warfare and then whatever Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer was, was coming out with but then now that they're out of the picture it keeps swapping between Infinity War yeah. and Treyarch so now it's like oh it's like they're so, they were kind of used to it for years and now the games are supposed to be bigger and better yeah that's what kind of doesn't make sense to me and to a lot of people because back in the day in the glory days of COD you know Black Ops 1 Black Ops 2 MW2 MW3 they were on a two year dev cycle and they would make these games that were just you didn't think they could get any better mm-hmm. and then they have a third studio with Sledgehammer and they have a three year dev cycle so they have a whole another year right. to do their game so you would think wow these games are going to be even better than they were but it's like the polar opposite the games just get worse and worse every <laughs> yeah. year so it's like what are y'all doing you know I mean, you have a whole another year to, to develop a game and come up with ideas and finish your game but year after year the games come out unfinished with no launch, not enough launch maps, not enough launch weapons. Mm-hmm. The maps aren't original. Like with Modern Warfare, all of the maps that they're coming out with, which is great because it's you know 
for nostalgia's sake, but I mean, all the maps they're coming out with, they're just remastering old maps. Exactly, and that gets old. You want to see something new. Yeah, I want to see innovation. I mean, if I want to play those maps, I just go back. Like I said, to an extent, you kind of get blinded by nostalgia, but yeah, it just it gets stale after a while. It just makes it hard to play because you know you're just playing the same maps you played five years ago, right? In a new game, quote unquote. Yeah. So, I don't know. I th- I think. I think we're moving in the right direction with 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 modern warfare, but with with how it's going to be in twenty twenty, with how it's in the pandemic and everything else that's been going on, I think God's in trouble. So, <laughs> but we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully everything works out. And if they delay it, release it on time, whatever. Hopefully, it all works out because they haven't even you know revealed the game. Nothing. No yet. one even knows what it's called. We normally get it by like May. We get like a yeah, trailer or yeah. something. We're you know? nearly we're one day away, two days away from August. Haven't even we don't have a trailer. We don't have a reveal. Um, we don't know what the game's called. We have nothing. I mean, for all we, which everyone knows, but I mean, I don't even think they've announced who's making the game. So I mean, we literally know nothing. Yeah. Um, and it's supposed to be coming out in three, four months. Yeah. And we we don't have a single thing. Uh, that's pretty scary to think about. Hopefully they push it back to November. That's what it used to be. It used to come out for November, just in time for Christmas. You know, everybody yeah. get it for Christmas. Even if they push it out to like early December or something, yeah. I mean, give them as much time as physically possible so they can finish the game. But at the same time, I don't want them to rush it. Right. Know, and we get, you know, just a sl- sloppy mess because they were, you know, scrambling to get everything done because, I mean, everyone's working from home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's hard to, to make a AAA title like Call of Duty when you're working from your couch with a laptop. Uh, you're not in you know a development studio with yeah. with your with your team. I think a but, lot of games get stuck in that they they want to come up with something new every single year. Yeah. Like I know Far Cry's done that, and so yeah. they'll have like a big title come out like Far Cry Five, yeah. and then they'll have Far Cry New Dawn that comes out, or they'll have Far Cry Primal that comes out right after Far Cry Four, and it's like it's not it's not it's not as big. Yeah. It's like it's, it's not. A, it's almost like it's not enough to be its own game. You're right. Um, maybe like a DLC for that game, or kind of like a side branch. But I mean, mm-hmm. for a standalone game, it's just not enough. Yeah, I think that they really killed that game, though. I'm not gonna. I know this is completely off topic, but Far Cry Three Blood Dragon is without a doubt my favorite game of all time. Really? Even though it, it only had like eight main missions and then like a bunch of like side missions whatever but dude every guy Michael Bean, he was the, the voice actor behind it he was a big star in the 80s he was in Terminator uh, Aliens like all, all these big 80s action movies uh, played Johnny Ringo in Tombstone like <laughs> this dude and then just like every, every single mission everything was all 80s themed and I, I loved it because that's what I grew up on was yeah. watching you know on Schwarzenegger Sylvester Stallone First Blood's right behind me over there <laughs> I mean, just, just stuff like that. So I ate that up, man. I never played that game. I never really got into Far Cry games. I played Far Cry Five, and that was my first <coughs> one, and mm-hmm. I liked it to an extent. But I don't know. I just I kind of got burnt out on it pretty quick. But yeah, it was it was a bit different, man. Yeah, with Far Cry Six coming out, um, with, with you know the main villain being Gustavo Fring from Breaking Bad, right? Uh, that's got me pretty hyped. Um, so I'll probably get that game and play it and I'm sure I'm going to get hooked on it but yeah, looking so. forward to that game so if Call of Duty does shit the bed exactly. I'll have Far Cry 6 to play Far Cry 6 so, is on uh, the way there you have it ladies and gentlemen Dylan Smith on the record Far Cry 6 is going to top Black Ops Cold War you heard it here first <laughs> good shit well Dylan I appreciate you coming on yes man. sir thanks for having time. me it's been a pleasure absolutely 
All right, guys, thanks for checking out this episode of Sawyer Saloon and be back for the next review or whatever the hell I decide to do next. Bye.